The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about this show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. This week in wrestling is all about the double R, and we're not talking about Rough Riders until we plug an ad. We are talking about the Royal Rumble, the women's Royal Rumble, Raw Recap, really raunchy people on SmackDown Live, and Ronda Rousey. We're going to get into all of that this week as we... Kiss the ring. I'm the best in the world. What? Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the most inappropriate pro wrestling podcast. You're listening to Breaking Down the Ring. We are your ring crew. The Joe. And me, the all Mikey one, Mikey. Uh, Orlando and Smitey the Mighty could not be here. They caught AIDS. Or the flu. Whatever the hell is going around killing everyone right now. That's uh, what they get for making out on the show. Well, you know, they really wanted an Ebony and Ivory moment. So they were supposed to put it on Facebook Live and didn't do it. <laughs> they wanted to make a swirl. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best kind of snack packs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chocolate yeah, vanilla. I see, I see nothing wrong with little chocolate and vanilla. I, I agree wholeheartedly with you. Um, man, ladies and gentlemen, this uh, was one crazy weekend from all kinds of speculations uh, about her showing up at the Royal Rumble to just, you know, photos posted hours before saying that she was in Columbia filming. Uh, the Rumble ended. Women went on as the main event. Asuka won. And as she's standing in the middle of the ring pointing to the WrestleMania sign and looking at Charlotte and Alexa – all of a sudden, Joan Jett's bad reputation hits. And anyone who's followed UFC under knows that's Ronda Rousey's UFC entrance music. So the crowd pops, then Ronda walks out, and crowd pops even hotter. She comes down, Maria Menounos uh, speaks in her man voice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you noticed that too. Right? <laughs> and Rhonda comes in. She uh, is wearing this really oversized jacket, which for at the time, 
I know uh, Smitty Z and myself were just like, what the fuck is she wearing? Uh, come to find out later that uh, Roddy Piper's son flew from Vegas to Philadelphia just to let Ronda wear his jacket. There's Guys, go back to Roddy Piper's old podcast. Listen to the one with Ronda Rousey, and you can tell how much he puts her over. Uh, it, that's This rowdy Ronda Rousey gimmick started in UFC because Piper told her to use that. Uh, he gave it to her. He gave her permission. She asked his permission. Yeah. And he, he said, gave her yeah. his blessing. Yeah. So she's wearing his jacket and pointing to the WrestleMania sign. Then she kind of looks at Asuka and Charlotte and then back to Asuka, puts out her hand for a handshake. Asuka smacks it. She leaves the ring, walks to Stephanie McMahon, um, goes for the handshake. Stephanie is very late. Hesitant. Hesitant and ridiculous on handshakes. Handshake, then she finally does it. Ronda walks up to the stage again, points to the WrestleMania sign, and leaves. Royal Rumble over. Um, we all thought she was coming. Uh, there was a strong sense of she was showing up. How did you feel when she showed up, Z? <clears throat> I was kind of thrown off guard. The music hits. Um, I, I am not familiar with the uh, whole... Joan Jett being her. The Ufka? Me either. Yeah, so when the music hit, I was like, who the fuck is this? And then... Well, I just... I knew it was her... Not be, I knew because I didn't recognize the music. I was like, that's got to be Rousey. I See, I didn't think that because as far as I knew, she had not signed a contract. Right. So <clears throat> I was like... So to me, in my mind, there was no way she was showing up. So I was like, all right, who is this? I mean, granted... You're talking one, two seconds. Then, like before the camera even cuts to who it is, notifications. You, 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 well, no, you know, but you know by the crowd reaction who the fuck it is. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but there was, you know, a split second in there where I'm like, what, what the fuck is this? Um, initial reaction. I, I, I didn't mind her. Are we going over the whole like yeah. how I feel about the segment? Yeah, as a whole. All That's right, what cool. I want. All right, cool. Um. I don't care about the Rowdy Piper stuff. Um, I know he gave his blessing, all that, so um, that didn't bother me. I was wondering about the oversized jacket because, I mean, it was clearly too big for her. Right. So um, to find out. In the moment, you're like, what the shit? Yeah, and then afterwards to find out how it's actually a pretty cool story that she got the blessing, she got the jacket, and it's kind of like paying homage to uh, Mm -hmm. Rowdy Piper. So that's pretty cool. Um, But. I think it totally took away from your first ever women's Royal Rumble. It st- it literally stole history from you because nobody is talking about the women's Royal Rumble. Everybody, even the participants from the Royal Rumble, are talking about nothing but Ronda fucking Rousey. So it totally took your moment of history and made it less in value than it really should have been. It should have been a very historic moment. And now everyone's going to remember it as, oh, yeah, that one time Ronda Rousey came out, not, oh, the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. Um, Joe? I I agree. I agree with that for the most part, but I, I don't – I'm not sitting here as a fan, like, pissed at Ronda. Like, that's not really her fault. Like, oh, no, no. See, that's, I- that's her booking. That's, yeah, that's that's what, what I she's said. I go, to do. It's management, not her. I, I guess I can see um, some of the other uh, women wrestlers. I, I get their beef, but again, I think their beef is a little misdirected. When they directed at Ronda, they should be 
bit more pissed off at the office, I think, for that booking decision. I Because Rhonda, like, she's just doing her job, man. Right. They flew her in from <clears throat> Columbia and shit to do this. You know, that that's on the office. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, Rhonda had some words. Uh, WWE posted this on Twitter. Uh, the exclusive uh, Rhonda Rousey offers her candid thoughts just moments after seeing the WWE Universe in the Royal Rumble. Please don't have an ad. So, Rhonda, you just appeared on Royal Rumble. You just ran down and took selfies and hugs with the fans. Talk to us about what's going through your head right now. Um, I really don't know. I, I don't know how to process this. Or This is, like, not something that I do every day. and This is very different than, than fighting. I haven't, like, walked into anywhere to enjoy the event. I walk into places to enjoy the result. And it was a real pleasure to really be able to soak up and enjoy and savor every single second. And um, I'm just so incredibly lucky, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm aware of it. I'm very aware of it. <laughs> Talk to us about how long this has been a, a dream for you. How long has this been something that you've wanted to do? This has been a dream of mine since before I could talk. And when I was trying to say Hulk Hogan, I, all I could say was Balgren. <laughs> <laughs> since when I started MMA and I asked Roddy Roddy Piper if I could you know have his name and this has been a dream of mine since me and all my girlfriends all we would do every night is you know sit around and watch wrestling together and that was what Bon and us had brought us together I mean there, it was like no, no matter how much I try to do other things in my life this kept following me around and it's time to take a hint from the universe and go for it so I, she, we all know, even when she was on Piper's podcast, she just she talked about it. She has been a lifelong wrestling fan. So this yeah, isn't she's totally fangirling right now. And, <laughs> and but that's that's it's not like she and you know she signed on for a full time contract. She is not Brock Lesnar, right? She signed on. She's supposed to be making dates. She's supposed to be there consistently, not once or five, not like ten times a, a year. Ronda Rousey signs a full time contract is not on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but the reason she wasn't on she's Raw, gotta, she's got to finish that movie in Colombia. No, I, I know it's just it's funny how like it it comes out like on ESPN, uh, like Ronda Rousey signs a full time contract, and then the very next night she's not there. I, I'm not sure <laughs> of the exact dates or whatever, but I, I I already read like as soon as she's uh done with that movie, she's scheduled to report full time training at the at the PC. Yeah, like, she immediately followed. This the movie. is I think this is reshoots, and if, so from what I heard, it's like done February sixth. So, so is she going to the main then. roster she, or yeah. NXT or? That's a good question. I, I don't know. Dude, what do you she's guys, ma- she's fucking you main think? roster. There's main. no reason. She, so my thought process on this is, I know you said that the Royal Rumble moment was spoiled. And it, no, because yeah. <laughs> no, because when you think when history is going to bring this up and talk about the first ever women's Royal Rumble, they're not going to mention Ronda Rousey's debut. They're going to mention the Royal Rumble. It's the same thing they've done. WWE writes their own history. And you're going to be pushed into this whole thing where and when you're talking about it, Asuka won. Asuka won the first ever women's Royal Rumble. And the WWE thing of history. Now, right now, dude, this is as big as when Tyson hit fucking WWE. The, other, the only difference is there wasn't anything major historic event going on there. This has got more eyes from other sources of media on WWE than anything since Tyson showed up. Even more than Mayweather, 
when Mayweather was doing the WrestleMania uh, appearance with Big Show. This dude, you said it yourself. You got a notification two seconds after your after she showed up saying uh, ESPN WWE signs uh, UFC former UFC star Ronda Rousey to a full time deal. Yeah. Like seconds after she shows up. You know, this is this is something that's going to explode the eyes, especially right now for WrestleMania season. And that's all WWE cares about. WWE cares about their bottom line, their shareholders. They are a publicly traded company. In the annals of history, when it goes forward, it's not going to be like, oh, the first ever Women's Royal Rumble is when Ronda Rousey showed up. No, she showed up at Royal Rumble 2018. Not during the first ever Women's Royal Rumble because then her being in the match then says, oh, she debuted at the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. Then it takes away from the history. Then it takes away from uh, everything you talk about later. Because right now, you saw Hacksaw Jim Duggan in a promo before the Men's Royal Rumble, right? And just talking about – he's like, that day was just another day of work for us. We didn't know it was going to be anything this big, you know? And they talk about how he was the, you know, the, first, ever, the first ever Royal Rumble winner. It's they're going to write their own history right now, though. The media is what's focusing on Ronda Rousey. The media was not going to focus on the first ever women's Royal Rumble. They weren't. They would have said something, but not to this extent that I agree. No, they probably wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, maybe on ESPN, ESPN, you know, ESPN yeah. fourteen or yeah. whatever the fuck. Um, Sports Illustrated would have said something because they have the week, uh, the weekly mustard. They might have like sent out a tweet about it so WWE could show it on their live fucking show. I don't know. Um, no, I mean you are right. I mean it is mainstream attention, right? And that's just what it is. Now you have women superstars who are upset. Well, yeah. And bitches don't like other bitches. <laughs> so <laughs> when WWE posted this up, no, uh, they posted an up next moment. Like so, Raw kicked off, and the second segment is when they were talking about Ronda Rousey. So they put out a tweet. Up next, we relive the moment you've all been talking about. Hashtag Raw. Hashtag Royal Rumble. At Ronda Rousey. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, Nia Jax quoted it. And said, cool, she's here. I guess 30 women making history can just be forgotten. Nikki Bella. I wonder what all the uh, – they posted the candid comments uh, for Rhonda that we just listened to. And <clears throat> Nikki quoted that and said, wonder what all the 30 women, thirty other women candid thoughts were too. Like, you know, that's I, I get it. You're being – they're upset. But at the same time, it's like – this is a bigger story than that. That that's this business, Th- right? Th- this business is about drawing eyes on your product, and I'm sorry, Ronda Rousey's gonna put a lot of fucking eyes on the fucking product, right? Sorry, bitches. Yep. Uh, and then Sasha Banks went on Busted Open Radio, yeah, uh, and these were her comments. Uh, when talking with Dave LaGreca, Bully Ray, and Mark Henry. The big talk on today's show, the big talk yesterday, and a lot of it on the Rumble, but most of it on Ronda Rousey. What's it like for you You know, to have that type of Rumble match on Sunday? You in the ring for 54 minutes and 46 seconds, which she is crazy. Though. And then, you know, everyone talking about Ronda Rousey. It, are you happy about it? Does it feel good? Uh you know, I listen. Nia Jax tweeted about it. Nikki Bella tweeted about it. They're not exactly happy about sharing the spotlight with somebody like Ronda Rousey. Me, what are your feelings on it? My feelings, and sorry to do it to you guys, but you know, I have nothing nice to say, so I can't say anything at all. So, so that's it. 
Wow. Wait. Time out. Time out. Time out. Breaking news. Breaking news. Time out. There is legitimately nothing positive about it? I have nothing to say about it. Nope. Okay. Well, I respect that. If you, I, I, I was always told, if you don't have nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. I know you said you don't have a lot of nice things to say, but, I mean, I just have to ask you this. Do you think, from with her MMA background, that she could hang as a pro wrestler? I got nothing nice to say. I'm going to keep as that. Okay. Well, You're not going to get nothing out of me, boss. <laughs> all right. Wait, I tried. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing give them nothing and make them want more okay so wait i have to ask it that sasha i have to ask this question i have to ask this question then on a professional level i don't want to know about personal what happens if you show up to raw or a smackdown and you look up the lineup and your name is next to hers then what it's like I do every single week. I do my job. Okay. Okay. That, that, Professionalism. Yeah. Okay. That's why they call her the boss. Fair enough. That's why she's the boss. Yeah. So Sasha on air saying, I got nothing nice to say, so I'm not saying anything at all. It's to me, it just seems supremely catty because like, Joe, you were just saying this as well. This is business. And the like we've always said, and look, I'll give her give it up to her for saying if she sees her name next to Ronda's, she's gonna do the do the job that she's told to do. You know, that's all you can really ask for. But I I get that they're kind of feeling overlooked right now. But at the same time, this is amount uh, the amount of eyes on this product is nothing but more money in your pocket. I think that the, the statements she made on the uh, I, I get I respect you know. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I respect that uh, that whole mentality. However, you know, even if I hate someone, I I'm still going to recognize if they're talented. You know that they're right. talented, or if they bring value to a company. Whether I hate them, even if I hate them, I'm. It's not like I'm fucking blind. I can still see. While they're, why they're where they're at, mm-hmm. right? Right. So for Sasha to say that, like, she, you know, she, if she doesn't see the value of Ronda Rousey to the company and the division, because whether Sasha wants to admit it or not, Ronda Rousey brings a higher level of legitimacy now to the women's division, mm-hmm. which, you know, the women's revolution, the women's evolution, it's going to do nothing but help that whole cause. So... If Sasha's kind of saying that she doesn't recognize any of that or she doesn't see any positive, that that's just a bit naive in my opinion. I'm not like mad at her statements. I, I, I get like I would probably be pretty pissed off too. But, you know, you can't say that there's not one positive to take from Ronda Rousey coming to the company because there is. Right. There's nope. many positives. Yeah. Not to mention, okay, so her very first match is probably going to be at WrestleMania. Yeah, okay. that's more than likely. Okay, um, that's going to get the same media coverage mm-hmm. that this got. They're going to at least, they're at, at the very least going to fully cover her first WWE match. So that brings and whoever that woman is against, whether it's Charlotte, whomever, however that works itself uh, out. We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Um, but I mean, it it brings eyes to the division. It it's good for the company. I mean. 
I don't know. I don't necessarily. I understand why they're pissed. Like I get why they're mad. It's all. It's almost good that but they're mad. The that's, the, that's at the end of the day. That's a healthy level of competition. Yeah. It, it, as long as it doesn't become unhealthy. No, I mean, like I, I get why all the women are pissed, but at the same time, like. A lot of them need to, okay, you're mad. Get the fuck over it and look at the bigger picture. Yeah. You kind of need they, like, and, like take your day to fucking salt. Right. And now let's move on. And in a case like that, you kind of need to like take a step away from yourself, you know, maybe kind of like just take a step back and kind of look at it from, you know, the office's eyes, the fans eyes, you know, you have to, it, it's not Sasha Banks may always think it's all, all about Sasha Banks. Nia Jax may think that it's always all about Nia Jax, but it's not, okay? It's a team effort. They are a team, whether they want to admit admit it or not. And Ronda Rousey brings a fucking shitload to that team. Yeah, 100%. More eyes, the more money. It's, you know, it's kind of like the whole when Punk was upset that Dwayne was showing up at WrestleMania 34. Fuck you, Punk. It's the fucking rock. Shut up, you know? Exactly. These are people that are going to bring more money, more eyes, and a bigger payday to you. So it's kind of like, you might not like it, but at the same time, there's more money there. You may not like it, and I get why you don't like it. But the fact of the matter is why I said earlier, that is this business. That's how this business works. Mm -hmm. The, the, The idea is to make money and get eyes on your product. And the rock and Ronda Rousey are going to get people watching. End of story. Now, segueing from Rock and Ronda Rousey to The Rock and Ronda Rousey. <laughs> uh, the conversation uh, about WrestleMania opponent for Ronda Rousey is that it should be a mixed uh, mixed tag team challenge, a uh, mixed tag team match, uh, sorry, where it's Triple H and Stephanie McMahon against Ronda Rousey and a partner. The current uh, conversation is obviously, and it makes sense, The Rock. She was there WrestleMania 31 with The Rock, where she, you know, he brought her in from the crowd. But this is, is that just the coming. Year he had a flamethrower, huh? Is that no, the, no. Is that the next year? This is uh. So, but the problem is, there's The Rock starting a movie, new movie filming in May. Uh, Disney's Jungle Cruise, of course. And <laughs> so, uh, and this is coming directly from WrestlingInc.com. Uh, so I'm just gonna read. Uh, as noted, WWE is apparently planning to have Rousey and a partner face Triple H and Stephanie McMahon in a mixed tag match at Mania 34, according to a report from uh, figure, you know, Wrestling Observer. Uh, in a mixed, uh, it was noted that there were rumors of WWE trying to get The Rock to be Rousey's partner. The four shot an angle at Mania 31 in 2015, where Rousey came to The Rock's assistant to fight off Triple H and Stephanie. Uh, while shooting the film wouldn't commence until after Mania, putting together a match might be difficult due to insurance issues. Produ- producers insure the cast of a movie in case actors get sick, injured, or die during filming. The Rock was injured during his match with uh, John Cena at Mania 29 in 2013. In addition to missing doing media for the movie Pain and Gain, the injury forced the production of Hercules to be moved several weeks. Oh, so hold on. So he legitimately got hurt. That wasn't kayfabe for why The Rock wasn't coming back the next day? He really tore his bicep? No, no he, it was a it was a stomach tore, thing. He tore his abdomen actually. Yeah, yeah he went. He uh, he was getting pretty gassed, and he went for that one rock bottom, and he fucked himself. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, because of that, that's why there's talk that now that, that he might not even be at WrestleMania. Yeah, I, see, I thought that whole program was supposed to happen. You know, pre like a year or two ago, but it just kind of fell through. It's, I, yeah. I kind of thought that was like in the rear view she, mirror by she now. She was still under contract with the. Uh, UFC. I don't know if it um 
and it, that may have been why it fell through because Dana wouldn't let her do it. At the well, same, we we also thought that that's why Vince let Brock do his thing so that we could get Ronda in exchange. What it was is, I'm pretty sure what they did was they let die down her losses. She lost two in a row to finish, and her last two oh matches of UFC. God, the fucking fake ESPN Twitter thing. Did you see that picture? It's like Ronda Rousey on the. Uh, it's like a picture of Ronda Rousey, and she's like, uh, my road to WrestleMania starts here, and it's her in the leather jacket pointing at the sign. And then under it, some guy goes, no, I think it was here, and it's Holly Holmes kicking her in the head. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so when you come, all the steam that she had before those two losses kind of was killed. So it's very possible that they were like, all right, we're going to let this die down for a little bit. And they're obviously not going to talk about those losses. They're just going to talk about how she was the most dominant female in UFC history, you know, which 14 and 0. At one time she was. Yeah. yeah. Even now she still is. No one's done what she's done. You know, she might yeah, not be no the champion. No one's gone 14 and 0. Yeah. Being the champion, she might not be the champion anymore. But as far as the record and the wins and the fastest tap out for a woman, that's, that's all her. Okay, I'm a, I'm a fan yeah. of hers. I I was you know oh, yeah. I was I'm disappointed totally when she lost. You know I was bummed out for her. It would have been and and as a wrestling fan, how cool for us would it have been to say like you know look, look at this bitch fucking walking out undefeated, yeah, retiring undefeated, and then you know taking the Kurt Angle path into WWE. That's that's some hot shit. Yeah, you know would have been great. So that's probably why it didn't happen a couple years ago. What you were saying, but. It's still a built-in story, you know, so they could still go with it. But now maybe Kurt and Rhonda. That would be. The, that's my thought process. That now. would work, too, because, you know, the whole Survivor Series thing with yeah. Kurt and Trip. Yep. You know, there was a little seed planted there. So that because there was all that talk about Kurt Angle versus Triple H. And, oh, man, I, I still don't want to see it. I really don't. Uh, Kurt just looks old now and, and stiff in the ring and it sucks because it's just all of his injuries you know I feel like it tarnishes his legacy so much more but that seems to make sense right now if they can't get rock that it would make uh, Kurt Angle who has had MMA fights bring back CM Punk Team UFC versus Team WWE <laughs> yeah. no I don't uh, want I don't want Punk back I want AJ back though uh, yeah, his wife can come back. She yeah, was great. I liked her. She was amazing in the ring. Uh, what do you would what matchup would you want to see, uh, Z? If they do the mixed tag match, <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, I don't want to see either of those matches. What do you want to see? I don't know. I mean, I I would like to see Ronda in the ring before WrestleMania at some point to kind of like gauge where she's at, and if she's not. I mean, if she's still real green and she's not ready for it, you're going to be in front of 100,000 people or more. I think you save that for next year's WrestleMania. I think you save that. To, I think you save it until you can actually gauge where her skill is in the ring because the problem is if she comes in with all this fucking hype and she is awful in the ring. It's too late for that, man. She already pointed at the sign. I I, I know, but. Sign pointer. <laughs> the sign, Several times. The sign she did not say WrestleMania 34, it just said WrestleMania. <laughs> just, I'm just saying. Every WrestleMania logo is different, and that logo re- represents this upcoming WrestleMania. I mean, yeah. but but like I said, I mean, you. 
I mean, and obviously they're going to train her and keep an eye on her and have her doing everything she can to be prepared for the match. But I mean, what it comes down to is I get to see Ronda Rousey, who I don't know if she can wrestle or not in a match against Stephanie McMahon, who I would not be mad if she was just taken off TV completely. Um, and then Triple H and or The Rock and or Kurt Angle. I do not want I definitely 110 percent do not want to see Triple H and Kurt Angle. I'm equally as bored about The Rock and Triple H, but at least I know The Rock could still go. Whereas Mikey was just talking about Angle getting gassed and yet yeah, no. Um Yeah. I mean I None of it, until I know, until I personally know, like I can watch a Ronda Rousey match and be like, all right, this could be decent. But you're not going to know until WrestleMania when it's on the grandest stage of them all. So, I mean, it can't be Kurt Angle. It has to be The Rock or somebody else because if Ronda goes out there and falls flat on her face, you at least need two decent wrestlers that can put on a decent show to make up for that. Yeah, I... And I don't think Triple H and Angle does it. I think um, being a mixed match, a mixed talent, a mixed tag match, one, can help stay away from her weaknesses and build her strengths. Kind of like when Naomi fought Lana at that one, uh, at the one pay-per-view. Like, we all were looking at it like, yeah, there's a little thing here, a little thing there, but we could tell they played to her strengths. And Lana didn't look like complete shit in the ring. You know, right. she didn't look phenomenal, but she didn't look like shit. She didn't look like Michelle McCool and Kelly Kelly in the Women's Royal Rumble. So, I mean, long long term booking wise, though, um, at 34, you have the mixed tag match with Ronda. That's mm-hmm. like her debut. And then you have Asuka win the title at WrestleMania and hold the title until the following WrestleMania. And then you book Ronda and Asuka if Ronda's on that level by that time. I could see that, yeah, because you've already got this, the built-in story from her slapping her hand at the at yeah, right. The that's what I'm saying. So I mean, that's eventually going to happen. You can see that. I could see that. But then, if Ronda is the person to snap her undefeated streak, how pissed is everybody going to be? It really depends on what how you it depends how, on what Ronda does throughout that year. Yeah, it depends on agreed. If she's her, looking like shit showing. the entire year, you know, okay. I have a feeling they're not going to keep her on TV if she continues to look like shit because that that hurts their investment. They're going to send her back to the performance center and fake an injury and have her go train every day for fucking six months and come back and try it again. To be fair, I I, I really don't know. I mean, it could be Oscar versus Charlotte, and then you keep Oscar and Ronda away from each other if you put Oscar on uh, SmackDown. Dude, someone had an idea of Oscar taking on both of them, <laughs> and and. Unifying the I, I, I don't know if you would unify it, but then she would just defend both titles. Fuck it. And she go back and forth shows. I don't know. I don't know if I like that. Um. So back to the women's Royal Rumble. So that happened. And it was the main event of the show. Oscar won. Um, many, many women uh, showed up. Like we said, there was the day of there was an announcement that Alicia Fox broke her tailbone, so she couldn't be in it. So the eighteen, the seventeen dropped to sixteen. So now you had fourteen other people that had to go into this uh, Royal Rumble. Excuse me. Who do you hear? Was it, do you think she was Alicia's me. replacement? I think had she. I, I think she may have been Alicia's replacement. 
That would make sense. Which totally fucked up my Lana being the shortest person or the shortest time. I, I thought world. Vicky was hilarious. <laughs> I thought she did a great job. Yeah, Vicky Vicky was great. Uh there I'm I had it. So people that were in uh the women's Royal Rumble match, uh we had Trish Stratus who came in at number thirty. Michelle McCool was in at number twelve. Molly Holly was at uh I'm sorry, Michelle McCool was in at number fourteen. Uh, Molly Holly, number 12. Tori Wilson, number 9. Lita came in at number 5. She had a couple eliminations. Nikki, the Bellas came in at 27 and then 28. Beth Phoenix at 24. Uh, Vicky, like we said, she came in at number 16. Kelly Kelly at number 29. And Jacqueline at number 21. Basically, we're rounding out from your su- surprises there. Outside of Ember Moon, who came in uh, for the NXT women, um, Still selling that injury, too. Really? Dude, Emmer's so good. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the Women's Royal Rumble, we all said it has to be good. It had to be something that we could see and think about for time because there's been matches where they've promoted as the first ever women's something, and it's just had been lackluster. So Joe was... Z and I kind of spoke about it when we did our post Rumble show on I Periscope. Have a different opinion on it, though. And uh, so I kind of want to hear your thoughts on the Women's Royal Rumble right now. I wasn't blown away by it. Um, I don't know. I guess it was historic in that they booked it and hyped it as being historic and that it's a first time event. Um, but Ronda Rousey's appearance did take a did take. I'm just talking about the match. I know I'm 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 right. giving my whole synopsis here on the my thoughts of it. I thought Ronda Rousey's appearance did take the luster off its shine a little bit. Uh, the match wise, although I did enjoy seeing you know the legends quote unquote the female legends come back. Um, some of them looked great. Some of them didn't. I thought Beth Phoenix looked awesome. Um, Tori Wilson looked awesome on her way down to the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Kelly Kelly. And that changed when they got in the ring. Um, you know, it, it, like Sasha, you know, 57 minutes or whatever it was in the Rumble, 25 of that was spent on the fucking floor. Yeah. I mean, and, and she's not the only, there were several women like, they would just clear the ring to let other two other girls do their fucking spots. It got so bad. Like, I literally at one point asked my girlfriend, I'm like, dude, is Sasha still in this fucking match? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, she's just bouncing around. She's just this is taking a cigarette break on the outside. Uh, like, I'm sorry, that, that takes away. I mean, and even and Finn did it a little bit, too. He, I mean, he had probably 10, 15 minutes on the outside. That takes away to me, like, oh, well, I lasted 57 minutes in the Rumble. Well, like, well, I could do that too if I spent a fucking half an hour on the floor. Yeah, like Ray spent 62 minutes in the ring. Sean, before him, spent 58 yeah. minutes did in he, the ring. Like, did he spend 62 minutes in the ring? You did, did you have you gone back and watched to see if Ray Mysterio was on the floor? I'm not sure. For, yeah, but I, that, but what, what you're not saying is you're not getting everyone. Saying the same thing like you guys just said. You said the same thing after the show as I'm saying right now. You you, you don't hear people but, talk about like, oh, Ray was in there for an hour, but he spent a half an hour on the floor. You just don't hear people say it. 
Because it didn't, I mean, he may have spent a little bit of time on the floor, but not so much that it was like really glaring and like outstanding how much she's on the floor. Um, no, I, <clears throat> me and Mikey were watching it and I go, <laughs> Sasha would get hit and she'd roll out to the floor and be, oh, there goes Sasha. <laughs> but now I, I had the same conversation with my roommate and he hit me with some perspective on it. Um, he actually liked the fact that they all kind of rolled to the floor. Like that at one time they were all like outside of the ring and his reasoning for it was because it was something different. It wasn't, it wasn't the same thing you just saw on the men's like, this is something different. So it's like one-on-one and then like a girl comes in. I mean, eventually they all revive and get back in the ring. But when I went back and rewatched it from that perspective, the match wasn't wasn't bad. The match was actually pretty good. Now, with the exception of Kelly Kelly and Tori Wilson and even Michelle McCool in the ring. Yeah, there was some there, serious tr- tr- Trachamania Trish, going on in Trish there. can still go. Trish looked good. Um, Beth Phoenix can still Beth go. Beth looked awesome. And Molly Holly can still go. <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, like, you could sign either one of them and put them somewhere, and they could still do this 110%. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I did like, enjoy – those three women I did enjoy seeing. I'll which one it. did Ray win? 2006? Yeah, 2006. Okay. Did he win the Did he win the one he was in for 62 minutes? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was yeah. the that when was came in number two, right? Yeah, he was number two. Same with with Finn this year. Um, yeah, I mean, there were there were times I was watching it; and it was just real difficult to watch. Um, I'm not saying I hated, and there weren't things in it that I, I there were things in it that I enjoyed, but oh yeah, but man, yeah, all those women being on the floor that long—that's like God, like it was, it was that was a lot to take, uh, you know. There was there was times I was watching this match and going, and I even tweeted out on our under our Twitter that you could tell why they were divas and not women's wrestlers. Oh yeah, you know it. There was some things that happened that I was just supremely bothered by. My main thing I was bothered by is look, I expected shit for some of the legends that came back. Cause we all said it ourselves, you know, when we were talking about how the women all came out in raw 25, we literally were like, there's two wrestlers on there, you know? And that being Tris and Jacqueline, we knew everyone else was meh. But what really gets me is the most eliminations was given to Michelle McCool with five. Yeah. What's up with that? That's what I'm saying. So is that like a, <clears throat> Because it's Taker's wife. But it doesn't make any sense, though. Because, okay, you're trying to build up Nia Jax as a legit badass, correct? And I thought Nia had a decent showing in the Rumble, actually. But she only had four eliminations. And she spent some time on the floor. They all did, man. They all... Anyone with some significant time in that Rumble also spent significant time on the floor. Which, you know, that's... I'm not saying that's as a positive. I'm just, that's a fact. And I love how uh, Naomi was made out to be the Kofi Kingston of the Royal (laughs) Rumble. Yeah, that was uh, that was. I thought that was clever. Actually, I I enjoyed. No, that. It, it was. It's just funny. I when you take away from current superstars to give stuff to the legends, that's when I had a problem with this match. Was for the simple fact that Michelle McCool, the legends like 
Michelle McCool though. Like if, if Trish would have got it, like all right, cool, you gave Trish something. She was kind of no. Like even if Trish would have got out of the upset. forefront, no. I've Trish. Any legend, anybody who's not on the main roster still, anybody who is not currently in your product that is not given an accolade. It, to me, seems like you're downplaying your current product for the past product. But I've always wondered this. They, they, Hold on. they seem to do that a lot, though. Who's to say? I mean, and I wish Orlando was here so maybe he could answer this question. Um, so they're going into the Royal Rumble. Like, do you know who you're being eliminated by? Do you know who you're yes. eliminating? So you you know, like, okay, you're going to eliminate this person, this person, this yep. person, this person, mm-hmm. this person. And if not, that's why you got five refs outside to yell something to you. Yeah, I, th- I think you have a, a general idea of how long you're going to be in, who you're supposed to take out, and who's going to take you out. Other than that, obviously, the rest is bit pretty much ad- yeah, ad-lib. It's, it's probably called on, it's called on the fly. But I don't understand. It, 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 to me, it makes no sense. If you're trying to build up the history type of thing, and these people aren't in your ma- – aren't on your roster, aren't on your current product, don't even show up on a regular basis. There's no reason that they have to take over some of the things that when you do look back on things, you know, when the annals of history play it, they're saying right now, Michelle McCool, if by the numbers, comes up next year, five, the most eliminations by a female competitor, and that's Michelle McCool. How does that look? Like, are you serious? Because you had Tamina and Nia Jackson there and Asuka in there, the most dominant women in this, uh, as far as size and how they're built by your company. And when by the numbers comes up, you hear uh, most eliminations by Michelle McCool. Yeah. And Tamina looked, they made her look bad in that rumble. Yeah. She, she was like in and out. She looked awful. Why were they all wearing white too? You know, Samoa. (laughs) Samoa. Um... Yeah, so that was a huge problem to me. And so when you when you have things going on like that and you're completely um displaying absolute I don't give a shit how this looks to anybody else. This is how it's going to look. And we're giving our Hall of Famers. I'm sorry, no, Michelle McCool's not even a Hall of Famer. We're giving ladies who used to wrestle with us these significant moments. I, I okay, so I get part of that because it's the first ever w- Women's Royal Rumble. So you you can say that it's a celebration of all the women that helped get them to this point, not just the women on the roster right now, but women like you know Trish. Lita, Beth, you know, May, Mula. Yeah. So I, I can, but at the same time, they literally like pulled out all the stops for this rumble. Like they had, they're all their legends, quote unquote, possible hall of fame women. They, they pulled them all mm-hmm. for this. So like, what are they going to do next year now? Like, and the other, well, hopefully next year, hopefully next, like I wanted to it's see a more bigger roster. Yeah. And I wanted to see more like newer, like maybe some of the women that competed in the May young, right? Like a Rachel Ellering or a Tess Blanchard. Maybe they do that next year. Hopefully. Uh, uh, Tess, Tess Blanchard is, she's not even, she's wrestling with indie companies right now. So it's, it's like they're probably, they weren't going to do that. Um, I would have loved to see Tony Storm, even though she's a champion for a couple other yeah, things. Yeah, that's I like her too. Uh, she she's strong. She's a real good wrestler too. 
Um, she's got so a, for your she's NXT, got a nice butt. The NXT people that they brought up were Ember Moon and Kyrie Sane. And Kyrie Sane got some elbows off, and they looked good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Ember looked good in this match. There was the moment between her and Asuka, which got all the fans popped for. You know, which would show anyone in the back, oh. That's something good, especially if you're looking at the moment between AJ Styles and Nakamura and the Money in the Bank match. Now we kind of have that for right. WrestleMania. Look like a Mortal Kombat fight. So it, I just – it's to the point where I'm looking at this going, man, they uh, are – I just feel like they dropped the ball a little bit. You know, the current women didn't have an elimination outside of Dana Brooke. For the That's first, not true. D- I went back and rewatched. We said that Sony Deville and uh, um, not Sony. Ba- Becky eliminates somebody. Uh, Naya eliminates somebody. Like all while we were watching, like I went back and rewatched the match completely mm-hmm. from start to finish, and I remember us saying like, "Oh man, like uh, um, the legends of the only ones that have gotten elimination so far." And that was completely false. Like there was, uh, I think Becky makes the second elimination, and then uh, like Naya or somebody makes the fourth. And so I mean, it, it was it was broken up a lot more. I just think uh, we only noticed when legends eliminated people, as, as because I mean, when you when you think about, it, you're like, oh, why did that legend just eliminate that person? Like that person should have eliminated the legend. Mm-hmm. So speaking of Dana Brooke, I thought she had a good showing in that Roman. Yeah, I thought she looked real good. Yep. That's some of the best uh, Dana Brooke I've seen in quite a while. Yeah, you could tell she was out there like, all right, I'm getting an opportunity here. And I'm, I'm going to maximize my minutes, you know? Yep. And she did. Oh, that, that was, I was proud of her as a fan. <laughs> as proud as a fan could be of a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, even in the uh, article that WWE Post, they're talking about how uh, – Michelle McCool, the first ever Divas champion, had the most eliminations with five. And she was she deleted a de- delete. She uh, eliminated Sonya Deville, Liv Morgan, Molly Holly, Vicky Grell, and Lana. Which, man, Lana should have had the shortest time. We would have all won that one. Um, I said Sarah Logan. <laughs> she actually kicked a little ass in there. She looked good. Um, so grade the Women's Royal Rumble specifically, Joe, out of ten. So, like in my mind, say Ronda never showed up. I'm just talking about the match. So, don't even take that into consideration. Right. Um, I would give it a six five. Six five Z. <clears throat> what would a C plus be in numbers? Well, um, probably, if out of a hundred to get a C plus seventy five, you're, you're like a seventy five. All right, so seven point five. Seven point five. All right. Um. I, I'm right in between you both. A, a seven. Uh, it was. Look, so we're all in the ballpark. Yeah. As much as as much as there's things to nitpick, I still like the fact that they got it. It was a good match. You and, know, it, the rumbles are difficult, man. And I'm really happy they went with Asuka. I was, I, and I'm super glad. And I, I know we'll get to it. Nakamura won. Mm-hmm. Super happy about that, obviously. But you know, let's think. Well, they're not going to have two Japanese win both the Rumbles, right? But yes, they are. They did, and I'm glad they did. You know, because in the past, that's probably something they wouldn't have done, and just for that reason, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm glad that they didn't let that hinder them from making their booking decision on who the right person was to go over in these matches. 
And as Joe has already stated, now we're going to get into the men's Royal Rumble match. Nakamura uh, winning that match. Uh, in the middle of the card, uh, so it was the two SmackDown matches. You had AJ versus uh, Cammy for the uh, leadoff show. I mean, for the uh, opener, the curtain jerker. Then you had the Usos defend against Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. And then the men's Royal Rumble uh, happened. Z. Talk about how your feelings for this one was. <clears throat> I really liked it. <clears throat> it was uh, better than most years. The only legends you really saw were uh, Ray and uh, who looked fan fucking tastic, by the way, and Hurricane Helms. That was cool. Yeah, I like that. A totally lot. did not see that one coming. Uh, yeah, nope, that one. Stand yeah. back. <laughs> in, fact, in fact, the minute I heard his music, I was like, "Oh, it's going to be our new GM for 205 Live." <laughs> like that's honestly what I thought. Um, that was cool. I, I definitely popped for, uh, Hurricane Helms. I mean, even Ray, um, I kind of had a suspicion Ray was going to be in it. Um, there was just a lot of rumors and whatnot. And that was one that I actually like sought to be true. Um, I, man, I did not see that coming. It was a solid match. I mean, there's not really anything bad. There wasn't a, a lot of botches there. Well, and I mean, you got, your Kofi mo- moment with the acrobatics <laughs> that was and, funny. and the pancakes. That was so good. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was very good. Corbin moment where he fucks up Heath Slater and then every person that comes down <laughs> kicks Heath Slater. Like, <laughs> that was good, but, too. Right. Like, you know, it was entertaining. It was fun. It my Everybody went when everybody should have went. You know what I mean? It was just everything came together in this rumble, and we actually got a winner we wanted to see. So I and Sheamus got the shortest time. It was after everyone kicked Heath Slater's ass. Heath Slater uh, eliminated which, which Sheamus. Sheamus threw him in. He's injured, and I believe he's the one who eliminated uh, Santino in a second. No, that was Kane. But Sheamus did win a rumble, and you know he. Beat, I wasn't ready. I wasn't yeah, ready. He, it, and of course, he beat uh, Daniel Bryan at that WrestleMania in eight seconds. Yeah, yeah. So maybe this is a little. Homage to that, yep. but back on his way. You know, <laughs> God, that pissed me off when that happened. Too. I was really pissed. Joe, talk about the men's rumble. I liked it a lot. It was the best one in five or six years because of the winner, or just overall match. Both. Oh yeah, both. Um, they didn't have some stupid entry like JBL coming in off the fucking commentary table. Although I thought the king was coming in. That's why he came out in full gear. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, we thought that good kayfabe. Uh. Yeah, and you know, the, the surprises they did have, uh, I mean, Rey Mysterio, God, sign that guy. I mean, really, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure this is just a one-off, but dude, he looks great. L- last time I seen him wrestle, like in Lucha Underground or wherever it was, he, he had a great match. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Hurricane, was that was very good. That was, <laughs> that was fun. Um, Finn Balor, I, I picked him to have... The longest, um, you know, run in the Rumble, he did. Uh, I'm glad he did. Um, although I kind of have a bit of the same complaint with him as like the women, because he did take a kind of long powder outside for a while, maybe ten minutes or so, fifteen. Finn did, but no way. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. But uh, all in all, I I like the Rumble. I, I, it's not hard to beat uh, the Rumbles in the recent past, so that, that that's not a hard thing to do. But, I mean, they, they, they killed the recent Rumbles with that one. It was good. The Rumbles used to be 
we're going to jump on this star's back and we're going to ride him and see how well he does in our company. And the more recent ones have become, all right, we're just setting up for a mania man, main event. Correct. Randy Orton, things like it, it just, it, and that was kind of the lackluster Shinsuke winning was great just for the fact that it, it does harken back to the, okay, we're going to jump on this guy's back and see what he can do, you know? And man, I, I knew he was the betting odds favorite, but it just seemed stupid to me that they were going to give him that win the way they've booked him on SmackDown Live to just, he's basically there. The final four was sweet though. Yeah. Team New Japan versus Team WWE. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was good. And there was the moment in there where, and I think this could be a problem, Cena had to tell Shinsuke what to do. Because when they beat him up, and then the the crowd was chanting, "You both suck." Everyone at first thought Cena was saying, screaming, "No, no!" You know, like, but he was saying, "Now, now, Shinsuke, now," because they weren't doing what they they weren't going at them. So, I hope that doesn't curtail this into the future, because it's very possible that they could go. All right, we're gonna give you're gonna fight someone for your number one contendership. You know, and you could. Fuck that rumble feeling up right now. I, I don't think they do that. No. I don't think they do that either, but if it... They gave him the mic on Tuesday. I don't know why they keep giving him a mic. I know. He didn't talk this much when he was in New Japan. All he said in New Japan was, yow. I mean, yeah. the, <laughs> we'll get into that when we get to SmackDown. I think that Hurricane coming out, Rey Mysterio coming out was great. I love the fact that both NXT champions came up in their respect in their respective Royal Rumbles and had, had a decent and showing. had a decent showing. Agreed. Uh, Almas was in there for quite a while, and then Adam Cole came in, nursing the injuries from his match. You know, and crowd popped for him. So you know that means WWE's paying attention to that because right when he comes out and he goes, Adam Cole, baby, the entire crowd. Set it with. I don't him. know why that's so cool. It just fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so over, dude. It's just so cool. Um, so yeah, man. For the most part, I was really happy with the with the men's Royal Rumble. I thought it took place at a pace that everyone was happy with. Like we said, the final four were Roman Reigns, John Cena, Finn Balor, and Shinsuke Nakamura, and a lot of people were worried. That Roman was going to go over, man. There were so many people in that. I I was a little upset by um, Cena eliminating Finn. I you could have had, you know, uh, Shinsuke was the one that eliminated Cena, though, right? I think so. I believe that. that yes, was, yes, yeah. yes, he did. So, and then he eliminated Roman. So again, it's not like Roman eliminated Cena, so it takes away uh, um, any of the powder keg under Nakamura or Finn, you know, I, I was happy with it, man. There was the ending of it was cool. Um, had you not had Ronda Rousey show up at this pay-per-view, the men could have closed this out and that would have been a great I, way to finish. Out I the believe match. that's the only reason why the men's didn't close this because well, right, of the yeah. Rousey thing. Um, so Z rate the men's Royal rumble out of 10. Uh, 8.5. All right, Joe. Um, being that its predecessing years were were so terrible, 
Um, so that puts a shine on this one even more. I'll give it a nine. It was, it was good. Really good. All right. Uh, I get, I give it a, an eight. I think it was better than the women's for sure. But at the same time, uh, this one, while there were still people that came in from WWE, the, again, there was four surprise entrants, you know, and I think that's the thing that outshines the women right now is everyone announced for the women's Royal Rumble was everyone on the roster. And, and then, then you and had then to deal with but two pregnant girls that showed up on. Raw 25. Right. So it, at least with the men, everyone that came in were people that were on the current roster minus Hurricane Ray. But two great pops. And it was – I'm pretty sure Hurricane got in there by that tweet that came out right after they fired Enzo when he goes, hey, WWE, I know a guy. And he's holding the WCW and the WWE Cruiserweight titles. I'm pretty sure that's when WWE was like, yeah, let's let's give him a call because that's genius. you know. Um, other matches in the Royal Rumble – this one, I think, caught all of us by surprise. Usually when there's a two out of three falls match, it's one, one, one. Yeah, I, and I still don't understand that. S- yeah, man, what? A, d- does anyone feel like that was a... D- Joe, do you think that was a burial of Gable and Benjamin, even though they got the win over Brazongo on SmackDown? Ooh, they beat Brazongo. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know if... It, I mean, whether they wanted... It was, whether they meant it to be or not, If the, it could have inadvertently been a burial, but... Yeah, it definitely didn't make him look good. I mean, I'm sitting here, and a couple of my buddies, too, thought the same way, and that's how I picked on my PW scorecard. I'm sitting there thinking that they're going to slap uh, Usos on the wrist a little bit for the DUI, especially after McMahon saying about the XFL, like, oh, we're not going to hire anyone with any criminal records, even a DUI. I was like, well, your tag team champions haven't <laughs> uh So I thought they'd at least get a little punishment, a little slap on the wrist, spanking for that, and like they would take the titles off him. But boy, was I wrong. I mean, Where are we all wrong? I just don't understand. Like, I you don't the, even I give. Retaining. You don't even give Gable and Benjamin like one fall. Like, yeah, I just, I just don't understand that, it. That I did. I really surprising. don't understand it. Like, did they piss someone off? Like, what is that? You would have to think so, Z. I, I, you said you picked the Usos to retain. I did. So why weren't you surprised by this? Um, or uh, I, I, was, the, I was surprised it didn't go one one one, or, or even one two. Right. Um, but have, I, I don't know. I like the way they've been building this up. It made sense for um, American Alpha Two to get uh, <laughs> at least one fall. What a shitty fucking tag name. Hey, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean. Enzo helped Jay, like gave him the rub. Good job, buddy. Yeah, man. I don't. I think Enzo doesn't have that problem. Jay does drop the the Usos drop those titles right there. I, I really think Enzo saved the Usos title run. Cause I mean, uh, I don't know. Man. I don't know if those two are really like in in booking decisions. I don't know if those two are really maybe. I mean, it's not the same division though. It doesn't matter if it's the same division. It's something that makes you look bad on the – it makes them look bad. Now, granted, we also don't know the full aspects of Jay's DUI. It literally could have – he was right at the fucking legal limit. Right. And that's why he went like a .08, .09. And and he's like, man, I had two beers. Dude, had three beers. What the fuck? Yeah, but even two beers would put put you over that for the Michigan uh, legal limit. Yeah. You know, and he's like, I had two beers. Depending on how quick you got in the car after. Yeah, and I had two beers. And so then WWE's like – all right, freak fucking accident, whatever. You know, we're not going to, you're not going to get any punishment. It sucks and it looks bad, but maybe he also went to them. Hey, man. Hey, Oos. Got a little bit of trouble tonight. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because they, they said that's, 
a, a big part of the reason that Enzo was fired, not because of the charges that were brought up against him, because he neglected to for months let, let them know for that they months. were against. Yeah, because he knew back in November when they started the investigation. He didn't Here's tell WWE. If he knows, that means they're going to find out. Right? Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. I was so stupid. Maybe so sometime stupid. in January. Um, Joe, what? Do you think AJ versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn was the match of the night, though? Do you think that was a show stealer or maybe a pre-show match? I think neither. I, I just think you it think was, the Rumbles definitely. I, yeah, I think. I think. You got everything. I Rumble. think the men's Rumble should have closed the show. Hindsight being, tw- I, I'm like, whoa, they're they're doing the Rumble now, huh? Whoa, mm-hmm. when I was watching it live, but you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, like. Rousey comes out at the end like, oh, okay, I see why they did this now. Right. But um, no, I, I don't think it I don't think it was should have been knocked down in the pre show, and I don't think it was a show stealer either. I thought it was what it was meant to be. I thought it was a, a solid match. Um I thought it was as good as it could be with the kind of funky booking with the two on one faux tag and Yeah, like yeah. That. So this is kind of a weird program to begin with. So I thought they did the most of it, what, what, what they could have. And then they're setting up for Fastlane being either AJ versus Kevin or Sammy, you know, to go into whatever's going to happen right before Mania. Yeah. So and I, I don't see AJ drop. I mean, oh yeah, no, it's good. It's going to be Shinsuke and AJ. Can I Mania. be honest though, man? I, I hope it. I mean, I hope they don't deviate I, from that. I, I want it to be Shinsuke and AJ. I really do. But man, if it ended up being Sammy Zayn and Shinsuke, I don't I think I don't think thing. I'd be angry. I'd be I'd be a little disappointed, but I'd be like, it's, but I mean, it'd be their right. takeover it's match. It's funny you mentioned because when we were watching the 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 handicap match, my girlfriend and I, you know, I'm trying to get her into this as much as possible. I know right. she's like suffering through it just to appease me. I mean, she does like some stuff. She watches Total Divas a lot, but whatever. It's anyway, you know, I'm talking about AJ and Sammy and Kevin Owens, and I'm telling my girlfriend like like these are legit like between the ropes in ring. Like these are three of the best in the business today yeah. in this match right now. I mean, this is some very high talent in this ring right now. Yeah. So, I mean, Shinsuke against Sammy again would be fucking badass. I mean, why can't we do both? We can get that again and still get AJ at uh, you know, Mania. Maybe maybe Kevin Owens goes over next week. So you got KO and AJ at Fastlane, and you got. Sammy versus Shinsuke again. That I wouldn't be mind. I wouldn't that mind that either because that'd be give them fucking some good great, time. and yeah. it'd be like an awesome, like cool in between thing in the meantime thing between now and Mania. You know, I don't know though uh, because if they do that now, that automatically means Shinsuke is going over because you don't have the number one contender look weak going in. I well, you kind of you kind of know that both say those two matches did happen at Fastlane. You kind of know that both AJ and Shinsuke are both going to go over, right? But still, it's not about the end of the story it's it's sometimes it's about the journey you know it's, right. it's still like to watch it play out i, I look, it man, still can be a great match yeah. even if you kind of know who the winner is going to be i agree wholeheartedly with you i mean you knew you knew nakamura's debut nxt match you knew he was going to beat sammy yeah but did you enjoy it any less no that was a, a great, great match yeah. great fucking match yeah great you knew match. nakamura was going to win but it was still awesome uh let's talk about the Universal title match now. <laughs> that was much more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. Oh my! Like, look, it was a I, shit match. Yeah, yeah. But what was great about it was how stiff Braun and Brock were with each other, and Brock screaming at Braun to slow, slow the, the fuck, fuck down. down. Like it was great. Like you could just, it was great. It was fucking great. 
but that's they were shooting in the ring. So that shot to the side of Braun's head was a sh- shoot shot. That fucking you hit me with your running power slam, and I'm not even giving you a one count. A one count that was totally a shoot because. That just made it look so weak. It made that power slam look weak as fuck. <laughs> and he didn't care. And that match, like, it was like Kane was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go back to hell. <laughs> to, son of a bitch. Um, yeah. So talk about it, Joe. I mean, it was just train wreck fun. Like, I, 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 I didn't give. A rat's dick about this match going into it. I really didn't give a fuck at all. Uh, right now, all three of those competitors, especially Kane, they, they don't do much for me. Brock's getting kind of tired. Braun Strowman, you know, I, he's a cartoon to me. I, I don't take him seriously. So when that happened, that definitely like brought my level of interest way up <laughs> and, <laughs> and my level of entertainment too. Because, uh, I keep bringing my girlfriend up because we sat and watched the thing with, you know, baby. Right. And, uh, baby's first Royal Rumble. Right. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, but we both were kind of like, when, when Braun need Brock, both my girl and I were like, damn. (laughs) And then you could see Brock's face. He just got pissed. And then they, they bleeped him out when he said, slow the fuck down. Uh (laughs) You could see he just shot at him and cold cocked him right in the side of the head, like hard. (laughs) My girl's like, Damn, he hit him hard. I'm like, yeah, that's what's known as a receipt. <laughs> it's like that's a payback for that knee. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, yeah, that made the match, gave it a lot more intensity. And so definitely uh, brought my level of interest to from zero to something. <laughs> Z? I, 100% what Joe said. I mean, I, I couldn't have said it better. Like, uh, same reaction, same everything. Uh, the match... <clears throat> the match was absolute shit, to be quite honest with you. But that little personal gripe between uh, Braun and Brock made the match for me. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and that's what we were talking about. It was, uh, it, it was the match that no one cared about until that happened. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, just want to let you know uh, if you are one of the type of people that like to have some fun in the bedroom, but you want to have protection anytime at anywhere, even um, go check out our sponsor, be a dandy.com. If you go to be a dandy.com slash podcast, you use that link. You're going to save 50% off your first order of condoms. Uh, they have two um, tiers for this six or 12. You can choose. Uh, so these are all cheaper than anything you get in the store. You go to the store, you get a three-pack three, uh, three pack of condoms for eh, about five bucks, right? So that's almost two bucks a condom. But with BeADandy.com, you can go to the p- website and you can get six condoms for six bucks or the 12 condoms for the $12. And it, this is a monthly service similar to Netflix, man. It's like Netflix for your dick. So you go there. They... <laughs> will provide you with discrete packaging. So at any time it's delivered to your door, it's not like it's like, Oh, oh here are my condoms. Uh, it's 100% without the awkward stuff that you deal with in the store where you're going and someone's kind of silently judge you for f- judging you for fornicating before marriage. And it's just, it's, it's done. It's sent. You get it on your doorstep every month. Go to be a dandy.com slash podcast. That's B E A D A N D Y.com slash podcast and you will receive 50% off of your first order from beadandy.com. 
With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk about SmackDown and everything else that is going on in WWE. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We are here. We are making conversation. And we're about to talk about Raw from Monday night. Uh, Raw started off uh, with t- discussing how we're going into an Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. And that the in the Elimination Chamber for the men, you are going to get a... Uh, it'll be for the number one contendership for the... Universal Championship at WrestleMania because the winner of the Men's Royal Rumble, Shinsuke Nakamura, said he's going to fight AJ Styles on the blue brand. So the red brand needs a number one contender. That's how you get it. Also announced on Raw, Stephanie McMahon came out uh, to discuss how Ronda Rousey appeared the night before. And there was no Ronda Rousey due to her movie schedule. Um, And from all reports, that's supposedly going to be done filming February 6th. So maybe not... Next week's Raw, but the following Raw, we might see Ronda Rousey for the first time since the Royal Rumble. But Stephanie came out and announced that the women will have their first ever Elimination Chamber match, uh, and Alexa Bliss will be defending her Raw Women's Championship in that. Uh, For the matches to decide who was going uh, into the Elimination Chamber, Kurt Angle set up uh, one-on-one matches. The first one was Braun Strowman versus Kane in a last-man-standing match. Then there was Elias versus Woken Matt Hardy. And Finn Balor versus John Cena in a first-time-ever match, and that main evented Raw. Braun went over on Kane by killing him. Uh, he, he just lifts. Like, look, man, we have seen people lift the announce desk. He lifted the announce stage and threw it on top of Kane, to which later when Kane was taken to the hospital, he sat up in the hospital bed and just stumbled off into nowhere, as was stated by the Raw commentary team. And the Raw commentary team has a new face. Booker T, he gone. He gone. Not gone. He's not fired, but he's not in the Raw commentary team anymore. He has officially been replaced by Jonathan Coachman. Booker will still do like pre-shows for pay-per-views and things like that and be an ambassador. So it's not like he's fired. He's just not on the Raw commentary team anymore. Um, Elias defeated Woken Matt Hardy after a Bray Wyatt interruption. And John Cena defeated Finn Balor uh, with an avalanche AA from the top, uh, from the second rope. He was standing on the second rope. Hit him with that because Finn kicked out of the first AA, which... Let's kick off with that match because right off the bat, I mentioned it and Joe was just shaking his head. Joe, why aren't you happy about that? It goes back to the Rumble. um, And right before the match started with the club and the revival, because I picked the club Mm -hmm. and I, I, uh, I'm I'm like, before the match even started, I'm like, man, I made the wrong fucking pick. (laughs) Like, like why? Why would the club win again? Uh, if the uh, that's if the, yeah, they, if the was, raw twenty fifth anniversary thing was not a burial of the revival, which we've kind of determined that it wasn't, mm-hmm. then there's no reason why the revival wouldn't win. And that's what I was thinking. Going, I was like, win, which they did, and I was like, yeah, fuck, I made the wrong pick. Uh, so and then f- later on that night, we get John Cena eliminating. Finn, mm-hmm. which is, you know, kind of the reason for this match the next night on Raw mm-hmm. uh, from the Rumble. And, you know, and then we get Finn, and then this is on Raw. We get Finn in the club cutting a promo 
selfie mode, which seems to be a thing now with the company. Right. I'm wondering if those are uh, if those are scripted. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, they're probably just as scripted as any other promo. They yeah. got some bullet points, maybe. Mm. Anyway, I'm thinking that one. I'm thinking bullet points. So uh, you know. Anyway, uh, going on. Uh, John Cena cuts his own promo where he's walking through the hall. Selfie promo, yeah, yeah. Um, selfie I, promos are hilarious because they're all looking at the and now uh, they screen have, rather they than they the camera. Like, and, uh, well, that's we'll get into that on SmackDown. I guess that's more SmackDown. What I'm thinking of. Anyway, the main event: Finn Cena. Cena goes over clean. Like you said, granted, it took two AAs, one from the ropes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it wasn't like Finn looked like a bitch, but. Come on, man. And I I don't hate John Cena. I'm a fan of his. He doesn't need this win. What what are we doing yeah, here? Yeah, he does. Why? Why? So he can be strong to go into Mania and fight Taker? No. He, one, he's not fighting Taker. Taker's done. More than likely, it's going to be Samoa Joe. Everyone's saying it's going to be Cena and Taker at Mania. They're still saying that. I think they're still kind of ridiculous. Uh, I will believe it until John Cena's in a different match for WrestleMania. Uh, <laughs> why, why do you think Cena needs this win then? I think Cena needs this win because Balor didn't, I, I didn't want Balor to take it. If Balor goes into the, if Balor wins this match, that means he's in the elimination chamber, which means he's losing at the elimination chamber. So you're saying this, I'm saying this Cena Bal- win actually helps Balor? Yes. And now you might see Balor in a match for maybe the IC title at uh, elimination chamber because if Balor wins that match, he immediately is losing the next match he faces for the Universal title. Him losing that match is a more of a help to him because it now keeps him out of the Universal title picture, maybe for the mid-card title. Because if they're truly pushing him, that loss was something that was very much needed. I'm 100% okay with that loss because I agree. I've won. We have said it before. As long as it doesn't look like a squash, Finn taking that loss now means he can go do something else at Elimination Chamber, and I'm hoping it's face Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. Because that, I mean, if Miz, so I do watch Total Divas. So on the Total Divas most recent episode, it stated that Maurice's due date is March, it's like two days after Mania. Is it Mania in April? Uh, April, April, whatever. So it's literally like two days after Mania. And they were like, he goes, oh, he goes, that's like right after the weekend of WrestleMania. He's like, is there... It's like, can you work with me here? Like making the joke, trying to, but, and he was even like, God damn it. What kind of a dick am I? I'm talking about work and this is my first child. But so that means Miz might not be part of mania. And if Miz isn't part of mania, then to write him off, he drops that title to Balor. And Balor's your IC belt holder going into mania possibly. So, I mean, that's just my thoughts and speculations on, you know, if we're really going to push Balor club. But yeah, him winning that match would have been a bigger detriment to his push than him losing that match. So you like it just because you didn't want to see him win and go into the elimination chamber and get eliminated from it? Yeah, because anyone who goes in that elimination chamber that's not Roman Reigns is losing. <laughs> does that mean Okay, I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. But does that mean that every other participant in the elimination chamber is then just by proxy buried? Because Roman Reigns wins? No, I'm saying that there's ways to make people look strong in that match, but if you give, if you put Finn in there, because I, 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 here's my where I kind of differ from your thought process. Like you're kind of like, okay, it's acceptable for for Finn to be at the top of the mid card run, like a be be the IC guy. 
or start I, getting a push like that. Yeah, I, I I'm a fan of Finn. I I think he's higher than that guy, higher than mid car guy. I, I like I to disagree see. With you. That's fine. Uh, I'd like I'd like to see him s- sniffing around that that universal okay. title. I'm agreeing with scene. that. Not not not. Not, not that I don't like the I, I love the IC belt. A lot of respect for that belt, mm-hmm. and and I'd love to. I wouldn't mind seeing it on him, but I just feel like he should be in that main event. If not, you know, he already held it once just for a night because of the injury or whatever it was. But he needs. I I think he needs to be in that picture for the most part at all times for the foreseeable future. He won't be in that picture until after WrestleMania. He's not. So I, I don't think he deserves. I, I look. Yes, I agree that Finn Balor deserves to be in a top title contendership picture. I don't think he needs to, he deserves to be there on Raw. Because if you keep him there on Raw, your Raw big guys have, are just dominant. You got Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe. These are, granted, Balor's beat Joe. So Joe is kind of your lower tier for that. But you're not going to put him in there. And all of a sudden, the dominance you've built up with these guys, break that down for him. You put Finn over on SmackDown. Look, oh, I'd love that. I, I get the big guy, small guy dynamic, but with, with proper storytelling, you can. I mean, you can make it work and make it believable. I mean, l- let's look at Daniel what? Bryan beat Triple H, and then he beat. Randy Orton and Batista in a triple threat later the same night. You think they could build a story to make Finn Balor look like he can beat Braun Strowman? Yes. Yeah, you want to know why? Without making Braun look weak? No, yes. here's, here's yes. how. Here's how. Braun Strowman is not a heel. He is not a chicken shit. He does not cheat. He He's just a badass, right? Mm-hmm. A cartoonish badass, in my opinion, but he's a badass. Okay. Finn, to me, Finn could be so much more money. If I, This is just my opinion. If they just took him... And the, and they're already kind of putting them back with the club, the Balor Club, and just turn them dirty, nasty heel. I mean, vicious fucking scoundrel, fucking scathing fucking heel, where they just don't have any morals. They don't care what shortcuts they take. They don't care who they step on, step over, hurt to get what they want. They get what they want by any means necessary. And if that means winning by numbers, so be it. And that's how you beat Braun with Finn. So you're telling me. That the guy who flips over semi trucks, the guy who is lifting stages onto other performers, that three guys beating him up in a match that has d- disqualifications in it, right? Who who says maybe I'm, you can book it without dis- with no DQ somehow? You that's you get one match like that then maybe two. Either way. Any type of booking like that, you're eventually going to make the guy that never looks weak or every time he has taken a loss. He is looking weak. But that's the thing. We've constantly said like, oh, you're building him like this and you're kind of breaking him when you do this. So what you're saying is the things that we've been complaining about when they give him a loss, you want them to do now because it's Finn. That's not that you can't have that. I'm I'm not complaining about losses or. Uh, what I'm com- my complaints with Braun is everything they do with him is just flat out fucking ridiculous, and it's not believable and it's fucking stupid and it makes me groan every time I look at him. But it's also kind of believable. How is it not believable? I, I, look, look, I'll man, give you the no semi truck. No I'll one's give turning the... over the stage or a semi truck or a <laughs> whatever the fuck he's doing, flipping over mountains. 
All right, that's not believable. I could totally believe he flipped over that stage. That with the announce yeah. desk on it? Yeah, that, <coughs> the stage that, is more believable that, than the fucking way, semi yeah. truck. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because yeah, the, the stage, was that stage was gimmicked to be flipped. Um, I'm pretty sure that stage is always gimmicked to be flipped. Yes. Mm. I'm pretty, I, I, dude, there's, there's no way you're telling me that they're bolting that thing to the ground. Although, Out every week I, in a new I arena. I, I don't know if you know this, but. Um, he might be right because two of the desk chairs went flying and the other one was clearly bolted in to its dude. Its yeah, the spot. desk chair like stuck was, to it, the it, desk. Right. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I won't argue that the chairs on the stage for purpose of that. To, but it was clearly put together. Look, maybe that fucking whole piece of the stage was just added to be flipped. You don't. It was clearly put there, there every week at the same height of the. I stage. would. I would. I would. I would almost. I would probably I put money on it to say that there was something different about that set to be anticipated to be flipped than I'll there is on weekly sets. I'll agree with the stuff on the top of the stage. If sta- it's the going on to somebody, they probably yeah. safety yeah. it somehow. I'll give you that. Another. And and that's what I'm saying about the top of it. I'm talking about the thing that he lifted wasn't just the table. It was the it was the stage that they probably just set on the ground. There's no bolts because you can't bolt something into a floor that you don't own. So it's just a setup there where guys are able to walk onto it just like any other platform, and then it's broken down and sent to the next uh, raw. And that's what I'm saying. That means outside of the table being bolted there, and which normally is flipped anyway, I agree that because it was going on a cane, that table is bolted there, that chair is bolted on top. But the stage part that he lifted is probably no heavier than, probably no lighter than than it is normally. Either way, dude. That's neither. It's really neither here nor there. The fact. But is, when you're saying it's unbelievable, I'm going to be like, no. That I'll give you the semi. I'll give you the uh, thing. I'll give you the ambulance. All that stuff. That, however, is totally believable. Okay, fine. The, what I'm, the, <laughs> I would believe if Brock did it. What I'm trying. You're missing the point that I'm trying. The point that I'm trying to make is they've painted this guy to be a fucking bigger than life cartoon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like almost superheroish with superhuman. Ungodly strength, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sound which is like, <laughs> okay, n- if I got the book in the, uh, that's not something I would have done, you know? Because now, like we've stated in the past, when he's he's gotten beaten, made look, it, it does take away from that. And yeah, we've complained about it. But the only reason I'm com- I'm complaining about that from the aspect of like, say I'm the I'm the office. Well, I built this guy up to be cartoonish strong, flipping over ambulances and shit, and now he just took, like, a fucking ticklebutt loss. Like, doesn't that kind of put the brakes on this fucking giant fucking push I'm trying to give this guy? Yeah. So it's but, not like I'm complaining about that from a fan standpoint. I'm just saying that it doesn't make sense from the way that they've booked him. And, but, and that's I'm just what, poking holes in their booking, basically. No, I'm, but I get that. But what I'm saying is then if you're still later booking – that it's that kind of loss that he's going to take. You're contradicting your own argument to their booking being shit when you're saying they should have shit booking. That's what I'm saying. You're saying, why are they doing that, hurting him, when it's stupid because you're trying to build him like this and now you're killing him, And but you're saying, but the way Finn can do it is to be the exact same thing I complained about their booking with, with my booking. No, I, I'm saying that they have to cheat a lot and really fuck this guy up to win and take multiple people to do it. Braun's taking losses where he hasn't, been cheated on or hasn't had like multiple people fucking kicking his ass and to to get the loss he's just he's taking losses that made him look weak after being pushed to be strong 
to, in my eyes, I, I made that point when it was in happening. my eyes, a loss like this doesn't wouldn't make him look weak like some of the losses he's taken in the recent past. Yeah, when you get jumped and you lose, you I mean, everyone knows you're still a monster and he couldn't have done it by himself. But with his cronies, he could do it, which is not I mean, that's like NWO ish. And I mean, and then you Braun will eventually have to win and beat Finn. And then who takes that title off of him? Off of Braun or Braun? Because if you're saying Finn should be up there, and there's a men- and there's a mention of Braun facing Finn, and Finn defends, and because obviously Finn would have to get this belt first, right? What do you mean? Finn would have to get. You're saying Finn would have to get the universal title. Like you want him up there in that upper echelon of booking. Yeah, I do. I, I'm right. So, do you think Finn would get the belt before Braun, or because the 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 scenario I'm putting in there? Is it's Finn versus Braun for this Universal Championship, okay. and you're trying to make it look like Finn can beat Braun, whether it be to retain the title or to take the title off of Braun. I would probably have him take it off of Braun. Okay, and then Braun never gets it back, even though there's rematches because of dirty play, and they just move on. He's had a chance, like a good heel. He's had chance after chance. He doesn't get another one. He goes to the back of the line. He's lost to me twice in a row. I mean, we've seen the fucking play out of the same storyline before, a million mm-hmm. fucking times. So it can be done. And, like, it's WWE. They expect you to forget shit all yeah. the fucking time. <laughs> they do nonsense all shit all the time. All I'm saying is you keep Finn there with the dominance that you have in, in the Raw's big dude uh, main wow. event scene. You're more Finn's going to deal with more losses than he's going to deal with wins. Now back to the original topic of you thinking Finn should go for the IC belt. I agree with you mm-hmm. wholeheartedly be, and strictly because the, um, like the, the history of the intercontinental championship is it's always been worn up until like recent years by the best wrestler. Like when, when Sean had it, he was the best wrestler in the company when Brett had it, Brett was the best. Re- it always went to, you know, you had your, your Hulk Hogan and your giants and your cartoonish figures from the eighties who mm-hmm. held the belt. And then you had the new generation of Brett and Sean. And, you know, even like Rick root was a small, was like a light heavyweight guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a guy you would see wearing like the IC belt. It was like for the best worker on the card. And then, Normally that, you know, you win the title, then you probably go on to win the Royal Rumble. There was like a strategic mm-hmm. plan in place. And um, I would much rather see Finn go for the IC belt and have a lengthy run with the IC belt than like we just discussed, maybe win the universal title, but a month later, lose it back. One or two months later. Um, it, it makes him a bigger name um, when Roman takes it off of Brock at... WrestleMania, I think then you can. I love this Roman build right now. Start, too. And then you can start booking Finn. You know, you can ha- start having Finn in the Universal Title picture because as the IC belt holder, you're always kind of on the outskirts of that anyway. Like you are a top contender, you may not be the number one contender, but you're definitely top five because you hold a fucking belt. Um, and it's Finn. So and I mean and Finn still holds a win over Roman in that universal t- title tournament and never got a rematch. So you can definitely book a story with that after Brock drops the title. But like Joe was saying, you have all the this cartoonish big guy shit going on that I it, they need to get rid of. 
And they won't. They won't get rid of that. So that's why I want Finn on SmackDown because that's the show that we've consistently said. There's many times we've looked at pay-per-views going, ugh, and but the way these matches have played that we've all like, man, that was a really fucking good pay-per-view. You know, when when SmackDown Live first started, first became SmackDown Live, that was a hot fucking show, dude. Yeah. That was way better than Raw mm-hmm. for a good long while. Then it kind of fell off. But, it was after the Superstar Shake-Up. We've all said this. But for a while, I mean, that sh- that show was legit. But even right after the Superstar Shake-Up, it was still like, it was, I think the minute they got rid of uh, Talking Smack is when it just kind of all just... Whoosh, Right now. But now it's like right back there, dude, because you got AJ's your champ, Bobby Roode's in there, Usos are constantly putting on good matches. I I think SmackDown Live has returned from when it kind of just fell it's, down. It's the workers' show. Yeah. And, yeah, and I think I think Finn going there would only elevate his career in WWE even more, is basically what I'm saying. I don't want him in that universal title picture because I want him to move to SmackDown and have some – because, damn, man, you got AJ it versus – It doesn't have to be universal. To, I just want him sniffing around, and he doesn't have to carry it all the time either. And he can win it and lose it or whatever, or maybe not. I just want him sniffing around that main event scene, whether it's SmackDown or Raw, whether he has a title or not. I just, I just want him up there. Well, then let me ask you this: Isn't he already doing that then? Even with the loss to Cena, that's him sniffing around the main event scene, right? <sighs> Been in the main event of Raw for four weeks in a row. Yeah, but not, not, not in a, a title hunt. And Cena's like not there. You know, is, is Cena a top guy anymore? Yeah, Cena's always a top guy. Yeah, Cena will no never. What. Yeah, Cena's he's, he's a top be like guy. The like in the like and as having, far and having to beat Finn with an Avalanche AA, that's a rub in a that, loss. That is, yeah, it's it's no, the I same get, rub. I, yeah, I said that. AJ. I said yeah. it, made, it made him, yeah. you know, not like look like a little bitch. It took a lot to beat him in two AAs, one off the top. Um, but look, I know Cena's like a top guy as far as like his standing, like. In history and in the business, but I mean, like, no, in, yeah. in, in the card, in the car, the booking right now, is he a top guy? Like, yeah, is he yes. going for the universal title right now? Yeah, he is could he? if you wanted him to. He could. Yeah, he's always there, always. Same as the Rock. The re- when Rock came back and fought Punk, you got it. He's a top guy. Austin can come back right now and he'd be a top guy if he was able to wrestle. Like the, it, right. the these are their levels that they have built into. Yeah, I mean, it, it their their it persona. Is. Okay. Um, so, but again, the way I'm looking at it, I'm okay with it because Finn can move to IC belt. Speaking of the IC belt and what I mentioned when we were talking about it with this push of Roman Reigns, I fucking love it right now because Miz won again, again, off of dirtyish tactics, you know, not totally a clean win, but Miz is a, is a grimy heel. So that's how he's supposed to win. It's great. But what I love about it is it's now Roman has lost two weeks in a row. Right. And while, Internet fanboys are going, yeah, but it's not clean. Well, it wasn't supposed to be clean. Roman's lost clean. He lost clean to Samoa Joe. He's lost clean to Braun Strowman. It's not like Roman doesn't lose clean. But in this aspect of this match, for Miz to win and Miz's character, it plays into it. But at the same time, what it also does is it does make Roman look fallible. So when Roman does win that universal title over the Beast, how he's finally the one to conquer the Beast, he... Then, but still has moments of being beatable. So anybody else that faces him for this belt can beat him. Unlike the corner they have backed themselves into with, with Brock, Brock yeah. who is just, I'm Brock Lesnar and I'll beat everybody. I kill everybody. Right. So I, I love that match. Z, what about you? Yeah. Um, caught bits and pieces of it. 
I, I mean, I like the fact that the Miz won again. I like the fact that I, I, I do like the fact that Roman didn't lose clean because it again, like you were like you touched upon with the meal with the Miz's character versus Roman Reigns, like it's not believable that the Miz can beat Roman Reigns without dirtyish tactics. Right. So it plays right like you were saying, right? Hand in hand into it. Um I'm also a fan of the build too, because like you said, it makes him very very beatable. Just be just be I mean you could almost make the win of verse Brock at WrestleMania look like luck because, mm-hmm. other, you know, Samoa Joe can beat you. Finn yeah. Balor can beat you. You know, like, he's beatable and and he – I just hate the internet fan base. Like, I think the internet fan base is Smitty. I think he yeah. just has all these accounts. I, I, I totally <laughs> agree. And he's always wrong. That's why he has to take a punishment. <laughs> um. Asuka beat Sasha Banks, and this match, Joe's shaking his head again. Why? It was a pretty stiff match. I mean, uh, it's pretty dangerous at some points. Oh, when Sasha went through the dive and her fucking clothes caught the rope, and she just stopped and did a fucking well, you could see like, 90 degree angle drop. You, you could tell they knew this, it was a planned spot. You know, she's yeah. going gonna to take the kick. She she hesitated on on the on the tope because she, she knew she was gonna get the kick. She should have just went through like a normal tope and no. ate in the kick like it would have came. But she was anticipating the kick and her feet got caught on the ropes and uh, she almost died. She's lucky she's alive. <laughs> uh, luckily that fall, um, <laughs> did you see her mouth to the right? I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> the rest like oh, you know, right. holy yeah. old shit. You know like, exactly. But when she fell, it was like. You know, it's not like she fell far because when she hit and she did, I think it was more painful for her to smack the fucking oh, no, she, LED screen got, than when she, she hit got the lucky. ground. It could have been oh, a yeah. lot worse. Way worse. Like she totally lucked out on that. Then there was the moment where uh, Oscar tried to do the hip check and she went back first through the yeah, top and second dude. rope. I was like, oh, like she got lucky on that one too. But what I really loved about this is it set up more for Ronda Rousey in the future. And here's what I mean. Asuka's been winning with that arm bar for a while, not the Asuka lock. This match, she did not win with the arm bar, and it did take the Asuka lock for her to win this match. I I liked that. Man. It was a good match. Yeah, I, I thought it was a really good match, really strong match, and it moved Asuka back into using what she's always used. Z, do you agree? Or? Yeah, I mean, I also think you're, this is going to be your in-between feud between now and WrestleMania. Oscar versus Sasha? Why not? Oscar's already won. Right, but Sasha, I mean, I who knows? Okay, so maybe it's not, but Sasha come out next week and be like, no, this time I know I can do it. Like it, oh, okay. it, it gives yeah. her something to do. And like you guys are saying, they put on a good match, so I wouldn't mind seeing it again. And we still don't know where Oscar's going. Oscar has not made a mention. Well, and they're talking about her not making a decision until after Elimination Chamber because the title could change hands. Yeah. I and I could see that happening too. Um you know what I think we're going to get at Mania? I think we're finally going to get Sasha Bailey. I I don't know. With that elimination in the I, Rumble? I feel like they're slowly but surely burying Bailey. I, I mean, I could see Bailey, I mean, Sasha going over for sure at Mania. But I think with that elimination in the Rumble, okay, Sasha yeah. eliminating her. Okay. I th- and the way Sasha's talking right now is it's making Sasha the heel 
more so, and then you get setting up for Sasha Bailey. Maybe something happens at Elimination Chamber. Maybe you know what I'm saying. Hey, it's very possible that Sasha's in that match. Yeah, no, yeah, you know. And then uh, Bailey's in that. Do they talk about that? Are they going to have qualifying matches for that? They didn't make any mentions of that just yet. Uh, But again, you never know, man. It's it's very possible you could see that. Um, SmackDown Live happened, and it, you might start seeing the inner workings of Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania because while the two were whining and bitching to Daniel Bryan that they got screwed again, uh, and look, yeah, 100%, it wasn't a tag. Uh, Daniel Bryan agreed with him, and so it made it look like there was going to be some BS happening. And, of course, Shane had a conversation in the back with uh, Baron Corbin about, you know, he's like, yeah, I'll talk to him about that. I don't, they shouldn't have another shot. But Daniel Bryan put Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens next week against each other to see who was going to be facing AJ Styles at Fastlane for the WWE Championship. But it started off with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles in the ring, uh, in the ring, and uh, no, I'm sorry, Shinsuke, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and then AJ came out, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then Shinsuke came out, then Cammy came out, and then AJ came yeah. out. And so AJ said, "Let's fight tonight, you two versus us two. They said no, and then Daniel Bryan made it happen anyway. Um, we were talking about this a little bit. Uh, for Raw, these promos now that they're cutting. The Mixed Match Challenge promos, that there's, there's selfie camera promos, and then people are adding the words to them. Well, yeah, they're, now it's on SmackDown Live. The, total, like, the Uso, all kinds of graphics. Yeah, Usos did that back. They, they flashed Rockstar across the screen during Shinsuke's entrance. entrance. And then, yeah, when uh, uh, Usos were cutting their promo, you know, they're just flashing what they're saying across the screen. She's like, well, that's new. Which was happening on the Mixed Match like, Challenge. Like that's not new. Real cartoonish, right? Like comic book style. Kind of, yeah. And that's like, dude, leave that shit for Lucha Underground. You know what? And this wh- that's not, they've never, I it, I don't know. I guess they're trying to be, they've never done anything like that before. So I, the other part with it was, it wasn't just, and they have done it, is what I'm saying. Is, but it's been Mixed Match Challenge promos. But now it finally hit TV with the Usos promo. With the rock star flash across uh, for Shinsuke's entrance. And then during the Usos in ring promo, anytime they said lockdown, a jail bars <laughs> popped up. And I'm like, okay, weird. Maybe you shouldn't do that yet. Maybe, but yeah, whatever. Especially with the, uh, yeah, with the uh, Jay Uso situation. But okay. <laughs> um, so we got what Joe's, how are you feeling about these type of. F- words flashing and the jail cells clo- I mean, is it taking you out of it z or is it more is it meh you don't care or all right so i had an issue <laughs> you said i wasn't fucking allowed to do it <laughs> asshole god damn it i thought he was already kind of acting <sighs> that way anyway he, he was all like yeah, there yeah, we go. Yeah. That's funny. Ask me a different question later. Uh, <laughs> I they they how, did how they, they did something the like it on Raw where they're like we're gonna talk to this guy and then they flash this. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
They did something like that on Raw where they were like, oh, we're going to talk to this person. And it was like John Cena. And then it flashes his name in those block letters and then goes into his fucking promo. Right. And then they do the same thing on SmackDown. But on SmackDown, like as they're walking back in the fenced off area or whatever, and it's their letters following them. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? All right. I didn't mind the whole lockdown jail cell thing. That wasn't bad. That was kind of funny. Like, whatever. Kids probably got a kick out of it. But the whole word following thing, like, I don't think you need to do all that. And I, and I get it. You're you're trying to be different. And, you know, you get effort. You get, you know, an A for effort. But do something else. Um, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. Then there were the promos of Bobby Roode. Uh, so there was the f- fatal four-way match, uh, Rusev, Kofi Kingston, Zack Ryder, and Jinder Mahal to see who was going to face Bobby Roode for the United States title next week on SmackDown. Rusev won, and Rusev Day cut a promo, and then Bobby Roode cut a promo where he had Rusev Day written on Tuesday. And he goes, seems I have a date next Tuesday, circled it, and then he goes, and that's fine, that is Rusev Day, but the whole time is going to – and he wrote out glorious on that whole week of the calendar, and good. I was like – That's clever. It's one of the greatest. I, I'm sorry. When that was the champ, your schedule just fills Whoever up. thought of that, was yeah. that, that was a good one. If that was him, that's great. If, if it was someone in creative, that's great too. It was good. One of the better promos I've seen in a very long time. Because one, the promo was good. Two, the that, way the yeah, finish. That shit the, just worked. Yeah, the finish for it was great. Honestly, my favorite promo from the night, although that was a very good one, was right before the main event where AJ's trying to talk to Shinsuke about fucking strategy. Yeah. <laughs> and, Shin, and all Shinsuke keeps saying is, I'm going to beat you at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> You're messing with me, right? I'm messing with like, you. Yeah, we're on the same page. Out there. Shinsuke, just listen to me out there. <laughs> <laughs> just listen to you. That was also a really good promo. Uh, Baron Corbin defeated Ty Dillinger because they were in the back talking to Shane McMahon and God, I really wanted Ty to kick his ass. Yeah, I knew so he was. Ty, he had a great showing, though. Oh, I, yeah. Looked really good. The promo was great. Why won't we, they let him win a little bit, man? What he, He's he got it. What's, what do they... I don't know, man. He he's he could be mid-card all day long. Why, why can't he be in the U.S. title hunt? You know what he, where he is he's, right he's now? He's good. He was where Sammy was three months ago. Yep. Well, I he needs to be... And not a major push, but a... Trust the process. A little, a, a little push. I'd give Ty... Ty's good. Yeah. All right. So next week we have Rusev versus Bobby Roode. You guys excited for that match? Yeah. Mm, no. I, I, the promos were, they were good. You don't want to see Rusev fight Bobby Roode? I do, but I mean, listen, neither of them are like overly spectacular in the ring. It's yeah, not gonna, right. Like, it's, it's not going to be not some... the most technical match yeah. I've ever seen. But you don't it's, think it's, it's going to be, be like match? some Matt Classic or something. You don't think it'll be a good match? It'll be a okay, solid match. Yeah. I don't think it'll be anything like I'm going to be like blown away by. No. I think this sets up for Dolph Ziggler to show back up in that. Like taint the match? Like run in? Do a run in on yeah. the match? Why? Why not? I mean, he was number 30 in the Rumble, which is... I guess that was probably the, the least under the, the most underwhelming moment of the rumble. <laughs> <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. No offense to Ziggler, but you know, just saying. I wonder who would have was supposed to get number thirty before Ziggler because the talk was Ziggler was supposed to f- 
face Bobby for the U.S. title on the pre-show. Oh. But they moved him off to put him in the Rumble, and that's how Mojo fa- faced him. Yeah, that's another one, too. See, like, there was another rumor that it was supposed to be Bobby Lashley that came I out. heard that, too. And I almost, Rude, I almost picked him. I almost done, put so him on, the, Mojo on the, the spot instead. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, the, and that's another one. Like how I said, well, like when I picked the Revival and the club pick, how I thought, I was like, oh, fuck, I made the wrong pick. As soon as, like, as soon as like uh, Bobby Roode came out of the rumble, I was like, "Why didn't I pick Mojo? <laughs> Who did you pick? I I, I picked uh, Baron Cor- Corbin. Yeah, so did I. Oh, Corbin. Yeah, I picked I picked Ziggler. I picked Corbin, and I I, was I like, just assumed it would uh, be Corbin I, because I was actually thinking, but Roode already wrestled Mojo, you know, and that's why I didn't pick him. I was because like, I was like, it should be Mojo, right? But then I was like, oh, they already wrestled, so no, I'll pick Corbin instead. But then I was like, you know, it's. <laughs> It's a fuck. I should have picked Mojo. You know, I should have just went with my original. Wouldn't have helped. I still would have won. <laughs> you know what? If PW <laughs> scorecards would have counted my Brizongo picks because they were on the KFC Rumble, might have been a different story, brother. Yeah, those backs, those pre. Although those rules have been in place since PW scorecards started. Is that that's not a backstage thing? Is it? Yeah, it was pre-recorded. Yeah, pre-recorded. so it doesn't count. Hmm. They're not really on the show. They're in a commercial on the show. They do that. They've got to film it sometime in front of a live audience at the show, though. Really? You're stretching like do you that, want huh? the three points? You still didn't win. <laughs> it would have been 10 points, asshole. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Either what would you have won? I don't know. What you, was your you, score? I had 228, and you had a 205. Uh, I, would have been, no, I had a 215, so I would have yeah, had 225. Been... So it would have been close. Here's... What happened, ladies and gentlemen? And again, make sure you go to PW Scorecards at PW Scorecards. You fill out your own scorecards every month. We're going to have the Elimination Chamber Scorecard, Fastlane, WrestleMania, NXT TakeOver, uh, wherever the hell, uh, New Orleans. Um, everything's going to be going on. You can see if you're better than the ring crew. This included NXT. T- uh, we didn't even talk NXT TakeOver. So let's quick. We're, we'll talk with this with this. We have a brand new champion. For the first time ever, the champion, the ring crew champion. Keep hyping it up. Keep hyping Ladies it up. and gentlemen, won because it was bullshit. It's bullshit. 100% bullshit. It's the first time ever that the champion, the current champion, did not have championship uh, champion's advantage. It's not happening. It was bullshit. I was the current champion. It was me. Me, son of a bitch. And all of a sudden, who's posting all of their results first? Me. Who's had the constant the constant time for a champion? It was always... It better not be overshadowing my voice. Yeah. Uh, constant time for this championship, ladies and gents, was literally the champion goes last. Could pick and choose to go last. I wanted to go last, but these sons of bitches have no idea how to post a fucking scorecard when it's needed. They made excuses like, well, we were going to do the thing at 1 o'clock. Yeah, so your scorecard should have been done. I was fucking sleeping. Doesn't matter. Should have been done. Should have been done. We had times, appropriated appointments, and it wasn't done, so I had to post mine first. I have a newborn. That's enough excuse. That's all I'm You're giving. making it? Okay, listen. Okay. And I so got screwed out of this title. If you're wondering, I'm the new champion. I got my screwed. First, my first win ever, and I've been screwed before, so fuck off. You screwed yourself with your stupid And picks. you screwed yourself by posting it first. No, no. I 
had to get something up so I you didn't have zero points. I have a job. The show, you could have posted your video oh, really? at any point just because you did it first is not our fault. I did my videos live. This is great. For our audience. <laughs> <laughs> you it. guys posted fucking scorecards without even mentioning anything. With no hashtags. That is not true because my post shows. <laughs> I did. I did. I hashtagged NXT TakeOver well, and I add, I right. added PW. So quick side cards. note. I, uh, scrib- and then your picture was sideways. I, I scribble out my uh, picks on a piece of loose leaf paper. Don't even give what match it is or anything like that. Not even pin pinfall or anything like that. I just write it right across. And Mikey goes... Really? I, was, I was like, do I have, no, I was like, do I have to do a video? And he goes, well, that or you can just post it to Facebook. So all I did was go to Facebook, go to our page and hit the uh, picture and I post it. And he goes, really? So I said, was really? And I go, what? You told me to post to Facebook. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. Let me delete it. <laughs> like no matter what we post, it is to get eyes on it and just a meh does nothing. I was screwed out of this title. But it's fine because I'm going to come back and I'm going to win it at the elimination chamber. Oh, he, he's definitely got an asterisk I mean, for the the KFC the Brizongo thing. Every time, we, hey, every time I don't win the title, the winner gets an asterisk because I'll find a reason why. So the scores are as follows: <laughs> Z came in first with a rousing 228 points. I see what you did there. <laughs> it was for NXT Takeover, the kickoff uh, show for Royal Rumble and the Royal Rumble. We used all three scorecards into our points. Orlando came in second with 216. Joe with 215 was third. I had 200 at fourth and losing this week. Lahu. Zaher uh, and Mikey's so fucking bitter. He didn't even bring my fucking championship. Smighty the not so mighty with 177 points. Uh so we've got a punishment coming for him, and we'll get that up soon. Uh did, wait, wait, did, did Z even do his punishment? Z is yet? gonna do his punishment. Where's your this week? Fucking hey, tattoo. This is awesome because now I can get a tattoo of the belt. <laughs> Z is getting a tattoo this week. I just cough up some money, but you have no reason not to go get a tattoo now you have nothing holding you home nothing you have have no job (laughs) you ain't got got shit to do do. (laughs) (laughs) all right well i'm gonna need to collect ten dollars from each of you and then yes i will go get my fucking tattoo Go get your tattoo, and then I'll give you your ten dollars. I'm not gonna be able to afford the tattoo. <laughs> 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 you no job. I said it. Still ain't got shit to do. That being said, takeover happened, and Almas retained on Gargano. Champa showed back up afterwards. The Authors of Pain did not uh, take the titles off of Undisputed Era. Alistair Black in an Extreme Rules match beat Adam Cole. Ember Moon retained her title over Shayna Baszler and Velveteen Dream topped Cassius Ono. But not in 30 seconds. But not in with that hit though. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great sell. That was a wonderful sell. Um almost in Gargano, guys. They gave him 30 minutes. 32 minutes. What a match, huh? And a 32 fucking minutes. Boy, I see why they call it, call him Johnny Wrestling. And you, you know what I love about takeovers is every match was good, but they ascendingly just got better and better and better. Because I like up until Gargano and Elmas, I was like, wow, that Adam Cole fucking Aleister Black match was fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, Cole taking that yeah, shot on the, the chair. chair. I watched it again last night. I'm still like, <laughs> oh, I, you know, I know we haven't been in indie wrestling in a long time for a long time, but I've never seen that one before. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shot at Orlando. <laughs> Well, it's nothing new, guys. Joe, honestly, once a though, uh, you watch more New Japan and Ring of Honor than us. Have you seen that before? That spot? Taking on the chair backs rather than the chair uh, seats? Probably. I don't know. I've watched... But that you can remember, obviously. Not, not that I can remember, them. No. I guess you I think you'd remember that. I've, I've seen so much... Re- I can't retain... I don't remember everything I see was... I re- I don't retain everything I see. I remember the the moments, I guess, in wrestling. I I don't. That's why it was kind of hard for us, for me anyway. With like when we were doing the the ratings, uh, you know, when we used to do that, and like literally had to like point by point like break down every single thing from the the program. Like sometimes I don't retain all that shit. I, I'm just remembering like the high points, the moments, the memorable things. So and shit that pissed you off. Well, that's memorable to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well. Uh, so how do you feel about TakeOver? Dude, they're Joe. always good. They're always good. They're all they're never not good. Um, what was your what was your uh shining moment for that? Was it the all missing Gargano match? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean that was a, what do they say? What do they call it? Instant classic? Mm-hmm. I, I you could call it that. Better than Dream Black. Oh, that's a good one. Uh yeah, I'd probably yeah, because yeah, because both they're both more polished, maybe not so than black, but definitely more dream. I love him, but he's still green, and and, and they had a lot more time too. You know, thirty two minutes, and to make a thirty two minute match interesting for thirty two minutes, that's no easy task. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah they, I'd, they even... I'd probably give it a, a higher rating than that. Not, not by had... much. I like them both very much. Mm-hmm. I mean, it even had Del Rey coming out of the crowd to take on Zelina. And yeah, I mean, the whole storytelling in that match was awesome. Yeah. Like from start to finish. Yeah. And then Candice LeRae coming out, and then Ciampa, you know. I thought Ciampa was going to re- be the reason Gargano didn't win. And I was, I liked the way that they did yeah, that. Yeah. I actually, I was actually happy that they waited till the match was over to bring him out. I thought that actually kind of made more of an impact. Yeah. But see, uh, if Ciampa comes out, and is the reason Gargano loses, then Gargano has a claim that he should get another rematch. Right. Now Since he loses clean, right, now he goes right after Exactly. Because yeah. now he would have had another shot at Almas, yep. and then, you know, so Ciampa's sitting there waiting. So what's next? Almas and Cole or Almas and Black? That's a, you, did, you just have to say Black, wouldn't you? Yeah, because I... I mean, not necessarily. I mean, I mean... Yeah, if Adam Cole was your number one contender and Aleister Black beat him, or the fact that Aleister Black is still undefeated in singles competition, yes. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's how the NXT hire is. Is uh, it could Selena be Vega? Threat. Shit, it could be EC3. Hey, is Selena Vega? Is that Thea Trinidad? Yes. Austin. Does Aries? she not look completely? Yeah, Austin Aries' fiance. Does she not look completely fucking different? That's Thea Trinidad. Yeah. That's who plays Paige in, in the Rocks movie. Yes. Selena Vega? Yes. I didn't know. And my buddy just dropped the that on me. you know. <laughs> I didn't know that was her. I'm like, I've, I've read, I've seen her. I knew Thea Trinidad was with Austin Aries. I knew she was playing Paige in the movie. I've heard her name from the indies. 
I just never knew that she was Selena Vega. I didn't know that was the same person. He looks completely different. So again, I, now I don't even remember what fucking question I asked because we just went on that tangent. You asked me if I thought um, Almas and Gargano. No, the okay. The question was the top the who's facing Almas for the title. Oh, yes. yeah. it could be a triple threat match. Nah. Why not that? You can have a triple threat match where Almas gets pinned by Cole or something like that, and this way Alistair Black still has a shot later because he didn't lose. I mean, here's my thought with Alistair Black. You either give him the NXT title or put him on the main fucking roster. He's fucking good. Yeah. I love Alistair Black. I mean, you you either give him the title and let him go on a lengthy run in NXT or you bring him up now. That's kind of give him a WrestleMania. I don't even I, give a I, fuck I if it's Cole, a pre-show. I pick Cole to win, expecting Bobby Fish and O'Reilly to help him win. Yeah, and the reason I that's what I thought think. that way is because I'm thinking to myself, Alistair Black is money and he's main roster, so he's gone after. Like he's going to go out on his back. He's going to come up in the Rumble, be on the main roster. That mm-hmm. was my thought. That was my thought process. So uh, I was wrong, obviously. Oh, no, I didn't think they were going to pull him off the main roster yet. I figure if he's going to go to the main roster, it's going to be after Mania. It's going to be in like some sort of superstar something. He would be a good guy to show up on Raw after Mania. That would create waves. Mm-hmm. I would like that. I think it would be sweet. Um, Undisputed Era retained. AOP, all of us thought they were going to see them on Raw or SmackDown this week. We didn't. Which is also why I picked... The ERA to when, to uh, win because when the Usos were doing their promo, I was waiting, just waiting for their music. Yeah, that would have been a lot cooler than the Bludgeon Brothers. No offense. Yeah, but that was that was foreshadowing. That wasn't like oh, even brothers. Yeah, no, it, it was it was it, it was a nice foreshadow of what's going to happen. Right. Yeah, man. I'm. I'm wondering if they're if we're gonna see the authors of pain on the main roster anytime soon, or if that's just another wait till after mania thing now. Because what what do they got to do? You had them lose clean, yeah, to, to the to the era. To, so and I love Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, but I, they're smaller guys. What else do you do with them other than well? And then at the in the Cole Black match, you're already set up era versus Sanity. So really, what the fuck else do you have for AOP to do in NXT? I'm yeah. I'm not arguing this. I'm just, I'm honestly wondering why well, they weren't um, up yet. TM sixty one's coming back. TM sixty one came back tonight. Who the fuck cares? Didn't they already beat them? They had a nice program with AOP. They could do something together now. Bring up the main roster. Well, like I said, that's why I picked the uh, I thought AOP right. was going up to the main roster. Also, I'm, I thought that too. Uh, Dream vs. Ono was also a really good match, and. Uh, Ember Moon and Baszler. Man, Ember Moon. Baszler impressed me. Is good. All that garbage Smitty talked about her. Like, I mean, that match was great. That match was. I mean, we we weren't watching it together. I watched it at home, I remember. But uh, just I thought to myself, like, Ember Moon in that match, when Baszler puts her in that arm bar and, like, basically, like, oh, snaps her arm and everything. The way she sells that arm the rest of the match is amazing. And then to go further into the Royal Rumble and still sell the same fucking injury, like, and she did it so well. And it was amazing. That's all I got. Joe? Just my opinion on that match? Yeah. 
Um, I, I I'm not as big on uh on Baszler as uh as you guys are. I like her. I, she's kind of. I don't know. I want to call her Sharon Corbin. <laughs> Come on now, tell me you don't see it. They almost—they have the same haircut. They—they they have the same haircut, the same doofy face. Oh uh, my God, Sharon Corbin. They're kind of the same <laughs> attitude and character, almost. Uh, they both could have been linebackers at one point. Right. They had the same shoulders. Um, same hairline. <laughs> I just said the same haircut. No, I think Shannon's got a better hairline than him. A little bit. Uh, no, I, Sharon Gordon. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it was, Yeah, it was a good match. I was, it was a good match. Was, it's nothing outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we're done. Sharon Corbin. Sharon Corbin. Can we Sharon get- Corbin eats Tide Pods. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Uh, make sure you sus- subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Google Podcasts as well. If you guys are listening on that way, you can always listen live every Wednesday night, 9.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from uh, podcastdetroit.com or you can go to your app store and on your, on your phones and download the Podcast Detroit app. It's very simple. Just type in Podcast Detroit. Pulls it right up. You can go listen to us on the go. You don't have to be stuck at home. Plug us into your radio. Listen to us as, as you're driving around and you're listening to the sultry sounds of us. On your radio. Make sure you check out all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, Snapchat, BDR cast. No, I'm just, we have a lot of fucking social media. Guys. Yeah, that's what we do. Uh, make sure you go. I was just informed yesterday that we have a Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> not, even, not even by any of you. <laughs> but I've said it on the fucking show. <laughs> I don't pay attention. Now I know. Did you? Did you? Did you, did you, did you, did you <laughs> told you I don't. Li- the only show I listened to was last week's show because that show was fucking sweet. Go ahead, listen to it on iTunes. Um, now, <laughs> did you do the Pisces sign because it's a six and a nine, or is that just happen? That's not a Pisces sign. That's a Cancer sign, and it's probably because I typed in my birthday. Oh, okay. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Off. Make sure you're checking us out. Uh, also on your YouTube, breaking down the ring. We're gonna get up the full episodes of all of our la- uh, last shows. Will be going up within the next couple days. Um, you were gonna be seeing Z's tattoo happen on that as well. <laughs> yeah, I'll get my tattoo when I get my fucking belt. Yeah, you can get your belt tonight if you want to. All right, sweet. It's <laughs> just at the house. Uh, again, folks, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We are your ring crew. Z. Okay. <laughs> That's so Z-tarded. <laughs> Joel, armbar Joel. Hey, and, just remember, ZM Punk's going to be your longest reigning fucking champion. <laughs> or shortest. 434 days, everybody. Oh, my That's God. That's just not going to Isn't happen. it less than 30 for Elimination Chamber? When's Elimination Chamber? Like the 25th. The 25th? When's... Yeah. What's... What's for... Fastlane? When's Fastlane's Fastlane? in March. Okay. It's like the second week of March and then nothing to Mania. Yep. I'm the almighty one. Again, we hope uh, Smitty and Orlando feel better. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. And we are out.